400 megawatts of immediate interest in ESCOM's short-term power purchase programs. The National Energy Crisis Committee, NECOM, reports that the initial market response to ESCOM's moves to purchase electricity that is immediately available from entities that generate their own power has been positive, with some 400 megawatts of interest in both its standard offer program and its emergency generator program. Rudy Dix of the NECOM Secretariat reported on Friday that there was still an expectation that the two programs could secure up to 1000 megawatts of additional electricity in the short term and confirmed that funding for the standard offer had been secured through the tariff increase announced by the regulator recently. Through the standard offer program ESCOM is able to buy power from existing producers at a set price, while the emergency generator program enables it to buy more expensive power at variable rates based on ESCOM's hourly market price. Dix could not say immediately whether there was equal market interest in both schemes, or whether one was favored over the other. Together with imports, the two schemes provide ESCOM with an immediate way of securing additional energy to reduce load shedding. ESCOM is reportedly already importing 300 megawatts more from the Southern African power pool than was the case before the Energy Action Plan was launched in July last year, and the utility is also in bilateral negotiations with Botswana, Mozambique and Zambia in a bid to bolster imports to about 1-300 megawatts in the near term. Battery Storage Tender Dix also reported that ESCOM had received an exemption from Mineral Resources and Energy Minister Guid Mantash to enable it to pursue the procurement of electricity from new emergency generation sources and announced that all the necessary approvals had also been secured to enable the Independent Power Producer Office to proceed with the procurement of battery energy storage. He indicated that the request for proposals for the battery program would be issued before the end of February. Announcements would also be made in the coming week by Finance Minister Enoch Godongwana on how businesses and households would be incentivized to invest in their own solar systems. Dix indicated that it was possible that the COVID bounce-back loan scheme could be repurposed to support solar investments by businesses, and possibly broadened to enable households to access the scheme. Kusail flew manufacturing underway. The immediate outlook for load shedding remained bleak, however, with ESCOM's Thomas Conradi confirming that Stage 3 would continue to be implemented during the day over the weekend, with Stage 4 implemented from 1600 hours in the afternoon to 5 o'clock in the morning. This, despite ESCOM having secure funding for diesel for the month of February so as to allow it to continue to operate its open-cycle gas turbines at high levels. A new diesel shipment had been received during the week and the fuel would be transported from off-site facilities to the Anchor Lig and Gurukwa power stations over the weekend. Conradi also confirmed that progress was being made in its attempts to secure an exemption from the Department of Forestry, Fisheries and the Environment to enable the Kusail power station to install temporary flues that bypassed the flue gas desulfurization system. He reported that ESCOM was proceeding with preparations to install the temporary flues on Units 1, 2 and 3, which became inoperable in October last year, owing to a build-up of slurry in the Unit 1 flue, leading to its eventual collapse. The flue collapsed in a way that also damaged the Unit 2 and 3 flues, which are housed in the same chimney stack as the Unit 1 flue. We have also started with the manufacturing processes, for the temporary stacks, he reported.